Hey guys, it's Morgan here. I want to welcome you to Young Adults Today podcast, where we talk about reaching young adults in our world today. I'm going to toss it over to our hosts, Micah and Josiah Keneally. What's up, guys? Hope you are feeling alive right now. I'm Micah Keneally, and I'm joined by my husband and my co-host, Josiah. How are you today? I'm loving life, and I am definitely feeling alive. We're excited to be in season two, enjoying every episode, looking forward to Young Adults Today Conference in March, and just excited about all that God's doing. And so today we're joined by a newer friend of ours, Chandler Boyce, and Chandler comes highly recommended to this podcast. Multiple people have have just encouraged us to connect with each other. As the kingdom of God just grows and expands, it also gets smaller and smaller. And Chandler serves as the executive director of something called Youth America. Youth America is incredible, simply fantastic, and it's been helping build next generation churches and leaders since 1987, which is before many of our listeners were even born, which is cool. (laughs) Youth America is known for an incredible incredible series of summer camps every summer and also a high caliber leadership conference for youth and next generation focus each year and so Chandler and the Youth America team have also been on a mission lately to serve the church at large with free digital content and resources and I'm really excited to see and hear about the launch of something new that they're actually now serving over two thousand churches and pastors through a new platform called Free Church Media. We're excited to hear more about Youth America, Chandler Boyce, and Free Church Media. So Chandler, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us today. Man, glad to be with you guys, and that's probably the best introduction I've ever had. Like, um, like that's all you need to know. We can we can uh, wrap it up there. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm honored to be a part and, and the kind words and love love making new connections and new friends and the the, the church world uh, is, is is everyone i mean it is one step away from meeting some another awesome uh person and people like you leaders like you power couples like you i love it i love when i i love getting to see uh couples just doing the thing and uh, my wife is um she's been on staff at our church since she was 19 so almost she's coming up on like 20 years of being oh, a incredible. pastor and a leader. Wow. She's our um, executive director. So she's technically my boss, uh, you know, so pray for us. Uh, definitely complicated. <laughs> Count on um, it. But she, she's a, she's a, an amazing person. And honestly, um, I don't think without her, I would be able, I, don't, I wouldn't be where I am because um, I made, I made a right decision and she's, she's helped me and been my secret weapon at home and helped me lead and, all that stuff. So, but I'm pumped to be here. I'm excited. So you married up. That's what I'm hearing you say. Oh, I, listen. <laughs> when we got married. Speechless. Like four, years, four years apart. I was 24. She was 28. I bought a ring. I got a house. I got furniture, cars. I got a job. Like, it, I mean, I'm just been riding the waves. Dude, you you kicked it into high there. gear to pursue well her. Good well job. On a serious note, I think some of the best advice that my youth pastor ever gave me, and he gave it to me repeatedly for over 10 years, he's like, Josiah, you're called to ministry, and I had identified that call, so he was affirming it. God spoke it, but he affirmed it, and he's just like, when you're called to ministry, you need to marry the right person, and it makes all the difference, and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, and I think just maybe for a single dating, engaged couple wherever you're at I think that that is key marrying the right person love it 
Chandler, we are it, so excited that you did. <laughs> it, it's it's the I mean next to Jesus, it's the biggest decision you can make. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's yeah. so good. So, yeah, pick the right people. Pick somebody that you know may seem out of your league and work your way into it. Because that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chandler, we are so excited that you are here, and we would love to get to know you more and also include our audience with that process. So could you just start off by sharing your story of life and ministry? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm an a athlete my entire life, played baseball, played baseball, high school, college. Um, my dad was a business owner, and so I thought that's what I was going to do. I was going to win got my business degree. Uh, when I graduated, that was 2009, uh, which which was a great time to graduate college because the economy was tanked and right. no one was hiring, including my dad. Huh. And um, and so uh, I honestly never had ministry in my like never even thought about being um, in ministry, church leader, pastor, anything like that. Right, was raised in a great Christian home, blessed to have some of the best parents um, still to this day. But, you know, I wanted to make money. Like, I feel like God gave me the gift or, I don't know, you know, wanted to bless me and be financially whatever. And uh, and then somehow I ended up doing this. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, this is not what I uh, not what I really wanted to do. And, uh, and so I did sales and construction for a couple of years. And then basically in 2009 is when uh, Grant Pankratz, my uh, brother-in-law, um, he is, who is, um, our, the, the leader still and the pastor visionary of our church, Youth America took over. And so I just kind of came on to rebrand and help. And I was basically just calling churches and talking about summer camp and trying to rebuild. And, you know, and I've just honestly, over the last 10 years, I've just said, yes, uh, I, God, my leaders and God, I just, they tell me to do something. I'm like, yes, um, sure. And so I've done everything from intern director to you know campus pastor to i mean you know there's not a job that i haven't um been a part of or, or overseen and so um, my life has just been a um just proof of when you're just kind of faithful and you just say yes and you know sometimes it's like why am i doing this and this is not maybe the most fun but man now when i look back i'm like i wouldn't trade it for anything because i love mm-hmm. what i can do i love our team and what God's doing, and uh, and honestly, just feel like I've been trying to hold on, um, and 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 keep up with what God's mm-hmm. putting in front of us. So that's kind of short form. Obviously, married a uh, a pastor's uh, kid who can um, sing and preach and lead. She is a fireball, probably <laughs> one of the best communicators that I know, and uh, one of the best worship leaders I know. And uh, I'm, I force her that she has to sing in every message that she preaches because it's 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 not fair to not do that when someone like me who can't carry in, like, no tune, no pitch. Like like when I worship, I sit like I, it looks like I'm at the altar, but I'm not. It's I'm in front of everyone, so they can't hear me shouting and screaming um, and crying. Uh, so that's that's kind of uh, but that's short short form. We've got a three-year-old daughter who is a miracle mm-hmm. um we battled with uh we still do actually battle with uh, infertility and that's kind of been one of our big um life stories and still is and god's working and praying for a miracle and so we got one little um basically mini version of me in a female uh body and she is 
I'm surprised she hasn't ran in here and like started screaming really loud. So I apologize <laughs> if that happens. But um, that's kind of a short form. Um, love my church. Uh, you know, Youth America wouldn't happen without um, our local yeah. church, Church of the Harvest, and um, the staff and team and all of our college students. I mean, it's 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 pretty amazing. So that's the short version. Well, Chandler, it's fun getting to know you, and I am like you. I relate to a lot of what you just said. Three things specifically. First, baseball background. Second, business background. And third, non-worship leader background. And (laughs) a lot of our stories overlap as far as just growing a muscle of saying yes to Jesus. And I think the only point of disagreement you and I might have is, um, I didn't know this about you actually until I see you right now, uh, you have a Detroit Tigers hat on, and there are Central Division rivals, I would say one of them, for the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> so we can maybe just leave that until we talk off air. But um, no hard feelings, just kind of calling listen, a truce. Listen, I got, I got more hats than you've ever seen, bro. I got I got every hat, every color of the team. Uh, and then actually one of our – me and my, uh, my wife and I's dream is to visit every MLB park. So I think we're on like 11 or 12 uh, since we've been married. So, which is 10 years this year so we try to hit we try to hit one a year fun um and so we we love uh we love i just like baseball i don't even my parents are from west texas so they're my mom is a huge rangers fan dallas cowboys fan like mavericks fan like she is hardcore there's not a piece <laughs> of clothing or item that my mom doesn't have like the the, no, she has every piece of clothing that has a Dallas Cowboys star, socks, earrings. Funny. <laughs> My mom, anyways. She's, she's, she sounds uh, fanatical. She's passionate. So one of the things that I've just been thinking about going into the, our conversation right now is I want you to share with us what God's doing within Youth America. And I guess the only way, every time I see the heart-shaped logo with the cool bubbly font that says Youth America, I see it often on Instagram and just people's t-shirts and hats and stuff. And all I can think of right now is when it comes to camp and conference, Youth America is kind of the stuff. I don't know what the stuff means other than to me, it means something. And so will you just share what's God doing at Youth America? And if I'm honest, and I don't, I don't want to say this and people think I'm just being, you know, humble brag or flippantly or whatever, but it's almost hard to explain. Um, cause I've been, you know, my wife's been in it. I mean, all she knows is church and our church camp, but every summer that I walk into that room and I've spent all year planning and I'm like, okay, here we go again. Every summer, the first week, first night, I'm just like, what, what is going on? And how does it keep, you know, like it's, I, I, it's hard to explain. It really isn't. And, and the fact that we're in 2020 and summer camps are, and not just ours, but summer camps across the country are exploding. Yes. I yep. mean, like I've got so many great friends that are um, that are district youth directors in the AG realm, and and they're leading. And we're having these conversations about how can we build, make camps better, and we're you know we're all wanting to get better, and, and they're 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 filling up weeks, and, and it does. It's crazy that these that these that pastors and students are taking and spending a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're worshiping and it's just, it's hard to, I mean, we like, we're almost full, like we're probably 80% full and we have not, we have not released a camp theme yet or graphics. We haven't released any speakers for summer camp. Like people, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. 
and um, and it just it just speaks to what God is doing yes. in the church uh, across the U.S. That you know, because every time I see some article like people, the next generation is leaving the church, I'm like, no, I don't know what 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 churches are you looking at? Like maybe like the Presbyterians, but that's been happening for the last 20 years. Like, but we, you can't deny the amount of um, just revival that's mm-hmm. happening absolutely uh, and it, it, it's it, and it's crazy so man we just we just hold on and and we, we pray and have the right people speakers and and really this year we're just really trying to look at camp as like can we can we take someone who has never heard about jesus and they come to camp can they go through the four or five days and can they leave knowing okay i know who jesus is I understand how much he loves me. That's I'm going to receive him. Here's the, the tools, the faith, the gifts, the Holy Spirit. I'm commissioned. I have a calling um, that's specific to me, but is also general as a Christian. And then lead, send, launch them back into their cities, their schools, mm-hmm. and their communities and be just a Christ follower just to mm-hmm. go after people. And, and that's really... Um, that's really one thing that we're focusing on this year is just instead of having a bunch of services and great messages, it's like, man, let's, let's talk about prayer, worship, faith, giving, what does it mean? How do you do it? Yes. Okay. Now go, let's pray for people right now. Let's worship right now. Like let's, let's break this down. So these, cause I love the, this next generation. They just want to know why. Oh, okay. I get that. Well, what do I do? Okay. And how is it, how's it going to benefit me and those around me? Cool. I'm going to do it. Let's do it right now. Let's start praying for people. Let's see if people get healed. And they, it's, I think this generation is the easiest to preach to because mm-hmm. you don't really have to preach to them. You just got to connect to them, be honest, be open, be you, and then just be like, hey, you want to get better? You want to whatever? And here's what you got to do, and let's do it. And they're just like, cool. That's great. Yeah. Like, let's do it. And uh, at least that's for me, and that's my, been my experience um, with the with this, with this young people. And, and so, man, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm more pumped up now and than I, than I ever have been because just even talking to people like you in the world of being in this digital world, um, man, there's so much going on and it's yeah. just beautiful mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's exciting. So Yeah. I think it's just an honor and a privilege to be in this, I don't know, in this timeline, I guess, of 2020 to recognize that God has put us here for a reason and such a time as this and say, Josiah always asks me, Micah, how do we get to do this? Seriously. And it's such a humbling, fulfilling, beautiful thing to see the next generation, whether it's youth or even, you know, 20 plus individuals who are just really wrestling with the questions of life. But we've seen that they want to be called out in love and they want to be called up in truth. So it's when you can get them rallied around the heart of Christ and they're like, it's that easy. It's like, yeah, it's that easy, but <laughs> we got to stick with it together and we have to challenge challenge those young adults and individuals in the process. Absolutely. And Chandler, Absolutely. we recognize Chandler, we recognize that you have a very unique vantage point of, you know, kind of at the front row, front lines when it comes to ministering to the next generation. Will you share some of the things that you are seeing in the ministry that you've been involved with? Man, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of mentioned it in my last little rant, but I think even when it comes to young adults in college, um, you know, people and students, I, I mean, just what you said, they want to be called out in love. Like they are, like they, they, they want to do big things. Right. And, but there just has to be the right people in their lives to go, hey, you are special. You have something in you, but here's what you're going to have to do. Yes. And totally. if, if you're in, come follow me. 
and let's do this. If not, that's great. Let me know when you're ready. Hmm. Because I've just, you know, we just started doing this uh, young adult kind of college service and we, we put like literally no time into it. We just, you know, we like, and there's a couple of college and, and the kids started showing up yeah. and just worshiping and, and they worship like young adults worship like millennials and the, like that, you know, I know Gen Z, it's all kind of mixed in or whatever, but like, man, they worship and they're mm-hmm. hungry and, and they want to get involved. And they want to help. And I'm not even, I'm not even asking people to help. These kids are showing up like, Hey, can I help? Can I throw? I'm like, sure. Like, <laughs> you know, now like one, the biggest thing to, I've, I've had to learn is like, I got to have a lot of grace because these kids, they are figuring out life. Right. And sometimes their nightlife kind of catches up to what they want to be in the day. And so I've just learned that, you know, to be open and honest, Hey, you're going to make mistakes. You know, let's talk through it. Um, but then when, you know, when, it, when things happen to have those hard conversations and to keep loving them, um, cause they are, I mean, you gotta be very grace filled yes. when it comes to young adults. Cause they, <laughs> you know, especially they're single, uh, like, you know, there's a reason, the only reason I got back on Snapchat is because like, just to try to keep up and be like, Hey, where are you, what are you doing right now? Please do I need to come get you? Like, <laughs> cause it's like, we have church in two days and I need you to you know, whatever. So, um, but I mean, I think it's such a right time. And I just, I, I feel like if, if you are authentic and you have big vision and you can love, you really love people, man, these young adults, they just, they'll dive, they'll jump right in. Mm-hmm. Um, and at least in, in, in my experience, um, and, and I know it's a, it's a unique time, but uh, I, I love it. I mean, we have, we, we've had, we have more college students in our college or our church than we've ever had. And, yeah, they're very frustrating, but they're so much fun. And, and they really do like once, once they understand how much like that you care about them, mm-hmm. they will do anything you ask. Yeah. Like anything, like they are some of the like most willing, but you got to work with them because they do, they're a little slow moving and they're a little slow to mm-hmm. commit. On, <laughs> but, but once you, once you get them and they know that you care and they're in and they'll follow you around and you know, I've got, our college students that help with other departments that I'm overseeing and I don't even ask them they're like oh you want you need help with that I'm like sure if you want to I'm not like well if you're doing it I want to be there you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. it's just that relational equity I really feel like that that if you can get to man they love it you know what I mean but yeah, Chandler, I mean, what what you just described of starting this college and young adult service, we hear of, I bet, several churches every week across the country that are starting something new mm-hmm. or strengthening something existing. And it's just crazy how to see, to, for me, for my eyes to see and for my ears to hear what actually my heart has been beating for for a decade, and that's to see yep. young adults passionately praising their king just selling out everything for the sake of the gospel mm-hmm. and living their life for the cause of Christ and the things that matter most, the eternal things. And so we're seeing this tide rise oh, yeah. uh, across the Minnesota, across the Midwest, and across the nation of seeing more young adult ministries just popping up mm-hmm. than ever before. And it's just crazy to see some of these trends, but I do want to talk just about trends for a second. 
what else are you seeing when it comes to young adults engaging in not just your church, but you're connected to over 2,000 churches in different ways. What are you seeing when it comes to young adults engaged with the, the local church? And what trends are you seeing maybe even in young adult culture that you could speak to that <clears throat> our listeners might benefit from just having a understanding the times and knowing what to do, kind of like the men of Issachar are written about in the Bible? Yeah. I, I've just been really surprised how if you give them some responsibility, not all of them, but if you're clear on where you're going and mm-hmm. what you want to do, that that they a lot of a lot of them will step up. And I think, and that's that's the thing with all this generation stuff. If I'm honest, I I get so annoyed at it because at the root, we're all people. Yes. And we're all humans. We all have the same needs. So when people are like, oh, what's Gen Z or millennials? I'm like, okay, okay, are you loving them? Like, right. Do they actually know that you care about them? Okay, that's. Like, like it's not rocket science. Like, we get all, and, and so that stuff kind of like I, I get, and then because then what happens is people, we just start generalizing. Oh, they're all lazy, and they're all like every, I've got, like, they're lazy people everywhere in every generation. Um, but I, I really just see the I've really seen and been surprised by how much responsibility they will take on if you if they're offered if they right. if they feel like <clears throat> I don't want to just kind of like show up and whatever like, but I want to own something like I want to. You know, I want to own planning the service, and I want to own inviting, and I want to own. You know, I want to be part of the graphics, mm-hmm. and I want to be, you know, and and I've I've just tried to find ways where it's like you, like, hey, you guys figure out what you want to do. Let's meet. Obviously, I help them. I'm not let, gonna let them do like stupid stuff, like or horrible graphics or whatever. <laughs> but but then we talk about it, and they all feel like it's theirs. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they, they have they have input and their voices are heard. <coughs> And I think that's a tough thing with leaders is how do you give people a voice, even if they don't know what they're doing? That's like you just, sometimes you just gotta listen. And and by simply, I mean we we just started having you know it was a small group. We started having some of these college kids, and young adults over and eating dinner with them and mm-hmm. just loving them and just listening to them talk. Hey, what do you guys think? And some of their ideas are not like like any leadership like are not going to be all good. But the fact that we just had them over at our house and we said, what do you guys think? What do you want to do? So good. But like, you know, like just asking, let, letting them. And I think that's just, I mean, that's just good leadership because mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm just like, I got to get these kids bought in because I don't got the time to be on campuses at used, you know, at colleges. And and so I just told them like, if you guys, if we're going to do this, you're going to have to invite people. You're going to have to show up early. And man, they did it. And after the first one or two, it was like, I mean, I basically just one text them like, you guys need anything? Like, you know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, it really was like one of the easiest things to do because they just did like they just owned everything and they were willing to learn and like, hey, that's not good. OK, what do I need to do? And just keep working on it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I really do. I, I, I'm surprised how quickly if they if, if they see responsibility, they are going to ju- they will jump in and um, and, and take ownership mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just tag on to that for 30 seconds and what's crazy Chandler is just last week it was the start of our spring semester on the college campus and what was crazy is it might have been one of my proudest moments as a spiritual father quote unquote <laughs> because we had a student get up and he casted the vision did the welcome shared his favorite part of Chi Alpha 
Then he turned it over to two other students who did the announcements, and they tag-teamed. They led a game. They facilitated. And we had another gal who wants to design a logo and T-shirts. And we said, we'll set you free to do it. There's somebody else who wants to plan some, like, outreach events. Mm -hmm. And we're like, we're here to get behind what God says Mm -hmm. and push. Because we want this to be a salvation-seeking, student-led or young adult-led, servant-minded, but but student-led ministry that's mm-hmm. led by the Spirit. And what's been amazing is to see what you said, the level of responsibility, the level of commitment, the level of ownership. And I've never seen anything quite like it before. And it just brings, mm-hmm. like, joy to my heart and, like, yeah. tears to my eyes to just see students jumping in, young adults jumping in like yeah. never before. Yeah. I just think of the word like empower. Like when we understand that we are leaders that need to do one of two thi- two things. First of all, we need to cast vision, knowing that God's called us to do something. We're casting the vision to the students so they can grasp the concept, so they can plan the event, so they can say, hey, I have any idea. Will this work? Can I do it? Can I run with it? You know, and I'm like, those are the fun things to see because I'm like, you're you're grasping and you're understanding the heart of Christ while we're, we as leaders are not necessarily running the show, but we are definitely casting vision and, you know, helping in any way we can while empowering them to discover their natural gifts and talents and passions. Because essentially, if you're called into ministry, hopefully you're functioning in your sweet spot. You know, and Chandler, we see that obviously you have a team around you. It seems like you're functioning in a really sweet spot that you're passionate about. And can you just speak into how can leaders find what they are graced for and function fully in that? That is a tough question. <laughs> my first thing is I'm going to say is that, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still young and I still don't know that much. And every day sometimes I'm like, is this going to get easier? Um, <laughs> but I would say for me, there's a lot of things that I had to do that I didn't want to do or maybe weren't good at to figure out, you know, who I am. But I think you got to do those things. I think sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it's like when you own a house, like, like I love decorating. I love shopping. I love, you know, I love interior design. I love looks. I hate mowing my lawn, but I have to do it. And I have to, you know, there's just things that you have to do. Yeah. And, and when you get into ministry, you're going to start with mm-hmm. things, you know, you're going to have to start, you're going to start doing some things that are going to be, they're going to seem not important. And, and because it's, it's going to take time for you to, you know, people like it takes time to earn trust and it takes time to, to prove, like you still have to prove, are you trustworthy? Are you willing to work hard? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to do the things that we're asking? Are you getting asked to do, or are you just looking for like, like, you know, do you have the mindset when you show up in a ministry or to church and say, okay, this is what I would love to do, but what do you need? What role can I fill? Because once you get on team and you get in and you can just stay consistent, I'm always love a, something that um, uh, Chris Kane always said is like, you know, people ask her, how'd you get where you are? And she's like, I just outlasted everyone. That's so good. Like, yep. I just kept showing mm-hmm. up and 10 years, you know, there was, a few people left and 20 and then, you know, I get 30 years and I'm the only person still around running. And I think those are the, the little things like it's going to take time to figure that stuff out. I, I, for me personally, a couple things that really helped me in my, in really getting in my sweet spot is one is um, like 
um, I remember doing, when I found out about strength finders and it blew my mind. Uh, I forget, that might've been five or six years ago, but it, 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 when I found out like, oh, here's how I am, here's how the people I work with and I bug them and they bug me. But if we understand each other, we actually, we actually work the best together. Yes. Yeah. Like it was like, I remember sitting with my friend, uh, Louis used to work with us and we'd share an office and, and, um, and I'm, I'm a verb, I'm a verbalizer. So when I, I want to talk and ideas and whatever, and he was the kind of guy that needed, he was slow paced. He needed to sit down and work on one thing for a long period of time. And so he would, I would bug him. Cause I'd be like, Hey Louie, what do you think about, Hey Louie, what do you think about this? Hey Louie, I need your idea. <laughs> and I realized that me doing that was causing friction and tension in him. And, and, but, but we, when we started understanding each other, we go, Oh, now I know my role. And it helped me to go, okay, I know where I'm weak at and I, there's probably some things I can work on, but I'm, I'm a believer, you know, make your weaknesses where they're not detrimental necessarily yep. work on your strengths yes. and find the people that, that are strong and bring them as close as possible. Mm-hmm. So anyone that is detailed, consistent, that, um, that, you know, that it, like loves that stuff, Excel spreadsheets. Listen, I, I, I gather those people like in our college, because I just, I need people that can take notes and write and sit down mm-hmm. and do those and build stuff out. Like, especially if you're, you're a high division person, it's like, okay, I see the house, but I need someone else to make the plans and to make the, to lay out, you know, the building timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, doing things like strength finders, uh, there's another one called culture index. Um, I am anti Enneagram cause I am so sick of hearing about it. Um, and it's only 50 to 60% accurate and strength finders and culture index is like 80 to 90% accurate. So I don't know why people are jumping on that. Anyways, hope you're not any of people out there. Um, it's just a little, little jab. I got to throw. You must be the challenger then. You're offending some of our (laughs) listeners right now. We're getting a lot of live responses and messages. (laughs) And this one is from at, um, young adult ministry. It says Chandler pipe down. We've got at. Young Adult America, and they're saying, hey, back off the Enneagram. And we've got one last one. It says, at church, and it says, Jesus loved the Enneagram as well. So I I don't know. I was just... Those were some of the live comments that I just wanted to throw in there. That was so not real, you guys. I know, I know, I know, like, I know someone was because every, it's fine. That's fun. I'm just saying those tests are good because for me, when I, when I begin to understand, even for my marriage, I'm like, oh, that's why, you know, my wife, Natalie gets mad when I do that and I don't mean, you know, those were game changers. So when I understood what I need to focus on and work on, and like even with my team, I had to tell them, hey guys, remember, I need your help because I'm not detailed and I am impatient, but I'm also high people. So like you, you may think I might be gone from the office and not doing anything, but I've just called and texted like 800 people. Right. right. Like I, <laughs> like I can call and text and communicate with more people than you can an entire month in like two days. So like, but I, that's what I need to do because that's where I add value to the organization and to what God's doing here. And your value is sitting behind a desk and, and making things happen and making sure I do what I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I absolutely. Team, if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you want to meet with me, if I got an open spot, put it on there and I'll promise you I'll be there. Um, but it, you can't just text me at, Hey, can we meet? Sure. If you don't put it on my calendar or if, you, if it's not on there, you don't send me a calendar invite. I'm, I'm going to forget. 
um, like today, I almost forgot about this podcast, but it was on my calendar and I got a notification and I was like, oh yeah, let's do it. Um, <laughs> I, I love but it. But anyways, I think that's, that, that's kind of how, um, but to wrap it all up, I'd say you need to learn about yourself, understand yes. yourself, understand people. You need to work on EQ. Yes. Um, cause, cause some of us, your IQ is just not that high and it's not going to change. Um, but mm-hmm. you can all work on our EQ. Uh, if you don't know anything about EQ and you're listening, please go read everything on, on, on EQ to understand yourself people and situations and um and just say yes and if you are if you are the older i get and the more I'm in ministry i don't care about gifting i don't care about like any uh, are you willing are you loyal are you are you hardworking? and if you've got some of those things i can make like i'll i'll help you do whatever you want um but that's those are kind of the things for me i'm like if people are just they're like yes whatever you need i'm like great i promise you stick around long enough you will have a significant role Mm -hmm. at this church so what i hear you saying is number one to be self-aware and i'm i'm a big fan i've taken every personality test that i can find oh yeah and then some because there's some that aren't even written about in books or as popular but they've really helped me become aware about how how do i operate and function and then how, how do I become spatially aware? Secondly, mm-hmm. so how do I become aware of those around me? And it goes into EQ, which is beyond intelligence, but just emotional quotient. And then third, how do I be situationally aware, both present and passionate with a power in being situationally aware? Can I read a room? Can I, can I both yep. engage with and add value, but also receive value from every conversation? Everybody has something to offer. And I think when you're self-aware, spatially aware and and then situationally aware it allows us to be so significantly spiritually faithful and teachable in every moment that anything's possible Mm -hmm. everyone has something to teach you and god can do anything and so will you even talk about there's something new that I just discovered about Chandler, and I'm really excited about it because (laughs) here's the thing. A lot of people are at small churches, whether it's rural, whether it's urban, whether it's suburban. Maybe they're bivocational and they're volunteer. A lot of people are there, and a lot of people are faced with the decision, "Do do I show up at small group with a message tonight? Do I come prepared, or do I market and promote things online and in the service in a way that's, you know, aesthetically pleasing. And you guys as a team of Youth America have put out something called Free Church Media. Will you just share a little bit about the vision behind it? Who's it for? And maybe how can those listening to the podcast, how could they take advantage of it? Man, I'll, uh, like, you know, the stats show that 87% of churches are under 500, which means that um, most of those churches will probably never have the staff or the resources to be able to hire um, a full-time graphics video person. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, is that in this digital age where there's people in, around the world who don't have a home, but they have a phone and they're on social media. And so we've never been able to communicate the gospel more and get it out there more and attract more people than we have right now. And it's mm-hmm. only growing every single day and communication is is everything and yet we are so visual and digital that you have to have it like you have to be able to communicate digitally mm-hmm. and we 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 had this um service and it was a monthly service and one of my friends landon pickering had started it 
and he he transitioned and he blessed us with it and he literally gave it to us and is still a part of it he's one of one of my best friends and he is someday um i'm gonna like give him a, i mean i know god's gonna bless him but um even the whole this whole thing is not even us it's been there's been so many hands and pieces mm-hmm. into it it's been such a collaboration and a god deal but we just realized like man like we're trying to well so we 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 had this and it was like you know it used to call white resource but it was 30 40 bucks a month and having these conversations and one of my friends named brandon stewart i said hey what do you think about this and he's like mm, kind of in a tough space i think you just give it away i'm like that sounds like a terrible idea <laughs> wow and so then honestly through some other conversations i felt like god told us like hey do you really want to help churches i'm like yeah and i was like well then hmm. why are you charging them money and I, and I was just like yikes like have we have we turned have we turned the temple into into a store um, where where pastors are having to go to all these companies and, and shell out this money here for this and this and this and this and then by the time they do all that they're basically paying enough that you could probably hire someone if you found the right person and man I just got convicted and so we started out we, we, we went free in November and we basically do sermon series packages so um, you know they'll have promo videos um, graphics uh, all working files um, we're, we're, we're working to make sure that every one of those has a sermon um, starter guide so you can not you know not have everything you need to preach a sermon but to start a scripture some mm-hmm. ideas some points and that way for those people that you are working a full-time job um, hey let's we can help you with some of the research and the ideas um, we're, we're working on adding those devotionals um, and what it's really done is because it's free now and we're not selling, mm-hmm. we've um, we've got about 10 churches and, and graphic designers that have donated all their past graphics wow. and videos. And so we just take the working files and we just rebrand them, repackage them and put them out. And we and we provide the working files. And this is something that we haven't communicated yet. But with there's a program uh, called Canva. There's another one called Over. And Canva actually is nice because it's on your computer. If you're a nonprofit and you can get a hold of your uh, whatever ID number, yep. it's free. Wow. free. We're working to get all of our graphics on Canva. So that way, not only now can you have Unreal. all of our graphics, then you can edit them for free and you don't have to know Adobe, Premiere, like, you know, all the Adobe's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and, and it's amazing. So now not only can you have graphics, but then you can do whatever you want. You can throw your own logo on them. You can, you know, you can put videos over. I mean, you can do so much. Um, and that's just where we're starting. So um, we're, we're working. I mean, God's doing so many great, crazy things. Guys, listen, we, we felt like we were supposed to translate it into Spanish and Portuguese. No <laughs> lie. Um, we just had our first intern who was a college student that started coming to our church because of our college service. And he's finishing up college. And he was like, I need internship hours. Praise can you God. guys use me? You guys have an internship program? I'm like, no, we don't, but we do now. Um, <laughs> And so he came on, that was November, you know, that we were going to do the start of the semester, comes into our first team meeting and we're talking about culture background, kind of joking around, everybody's having fun. And I'm like, Hey, Eric, what's your background? He's like, Oh, both my parents are Hispanic. I'm like, stop. Are you bilingual? He's like, yes, I am. Well, guess what he's doing on our team? He's a media photography graphics intern. Awesome. And God, like, we're <laughs> not, like he's like, he's worked like, I'm not even paying. I don't have to pay him. Like and God just sends stuff. So it's just like, it's just crazy when, 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 as a church, if, if we decide to work together on resources and conversations, what God, God is doing, cause now I'm sorry if I'm, I'm tearing up cause I'm um, a little tired, but just, just 
it's it's just crazy to think that there's all these churches and people what God is doing to help get the good news out. Yeah. Because the truth yeah. is, is that that the good news deserves good graphics and videos and communication. So we've got to help each other. And so we are just so we've got some great churches that are partying with us, uh, both content. And so basically right now we're doing there's there's we're asking three things. If you'll keep praying for us, praying mm-hmm. that God will help spread the word. Um, if you want to donate, uh, contribute content, um, you, you're more than welcome to do that. You can go to our website. Um, we're actually starting something called uh, StopAdChurchGraphics.com. <laughs> and um, it's basically just a fun way to say uh, for graphic uh, designers and, and video people to say, hey, do you want to help solve a problem? And there's thousands of churches and designers who have a bunch of content on servers that they don't use ever mm-hmm. again. Yep. So let us use it. And we'll do all the work and we'll build it out and make it more. And uh, so we're starting that here probably in the next month. Um, we got a great friend, Josh Whiting at Bright, at Bright Cole. Got a shout out to him. One of the best graphic guys in the game. And he's, he's leading that. And we're going to build a community. And we're just going to make, we're going to continue to help churches and people communicate the gospel in the best way possible digitally by giving them the stuff for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to do, we start doing training videos because we don't want to give, we don't just want to give people fish. We want to teach them how to fish and help churches build teams and, and find graphic designers, video people. And we got a list, dude. I got a list. We got a list for a five-year plan of everything that we want to add to it. And uh, and so we're just we're listening to pastors. Hey, what do you need? What can we help with? What, you know, what's going to make your life easier? And so we're just trying to save some churches some time and some money. And we have some fun sayings. One of our fun sayings is we want to be every every senior pastor's favorite staff member. Because <laughs> you don't have to see us. You don't have to pay us. And we'll still send you stuff every single week, and uh, so that's kind of it's 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 been a it's been a fun ride, man. So uh, we're we're excited about it, and um, we're if 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 anyone wants to give financially, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, we, we've got to raise uh, about five grand a month right now, and our goal is we've got we've got to plan all the way up to about um, hundred thousand a month. I know that sounds crazy, but um, what we want to do is is we want to go to as many languages and and many digital mm-hmm. uh, things and trainings and teachings and just do for free, man. Because uh, like you said, 87% of churches are under 500 and they're in small towns Yeah, and they, they, they matter too. And, uh, and we gotta, we gotta do more as a church to help, to help churches. So that's well, amazing. I love it. I just say, if you want to check it out, it's at free church media. You could go to, is it, is it freechurchmedia.com? Yeah, the fact that that guys, the fact that that URL was even available, it's a god thing. When we started this, <laughs> it it doesn't make sense. Yeah. When we found it, we were like, "What? Like, like, how has no one jumped on this?" Like, so, anyways. And and by the way, I didn't even care about any of this stuff like a year ago. And, I I had never even put in a graphic request, yet alone like had a team of it. So it's all all very new to me. Right. <laughs> I'll just add and and I'll just say this from personal experience I used to be on on staff at a church that had a full-time graphic designer and had a full-time video person that had a setup and a process in place where and I know this is crazy but this is part of my background is like if we needed an event if we needed a graphic art if we needed a video you fill out a form three weeks ahead of time send it in and they'll see what they can do and you kind of just send it out that way and then transition to last year a year and a half ago right if we wanted a graphic 
you're looking right now at the graphic designers. If we wanted a video, you're looking at the video people. And that was so eye-opening to me to realize kind of how the other 87% of churches and ministries and nonprofit world exists. So I just want to say thank you, Chandler. Thank you, Youth America. Oh, thank you, Free Church Media. And check it out, you guys. And we've reached the point now where we're going to go rapid fire, Chandler. We're going to wrap up with five questions in five yeah. minutes. And Mike is going to kick us off with number one. Do I ask this one? Yes. All right, Chandler, I know that you um, touched on this, but I would love to hear more about like collaboration and talk about that like with each other as pastors, with leaders, with churches, with Christ. How can we make that an initial maybe collaboration or touch point with you? Man, collaboration. Uh, the biggest thing collaboration takes is, is humility. And you have to be someone that is, is open to hearing critiques and questions. And But the truth is, is that um, if you are secure and you are a great leader, you have to be, you have to do that. You have, as a Christian, we have to be humble and you got to ask people, what are you doing? What's working? What's not working? And then you have to be humble mm -hmm. enough, but then confident enough to go, okay, I think that'll work for me. That's not going to really work for me, but we have to, we have to have these conversations like we're having now. We have to, you have to have people in our life that can say, that's great. That's not, I want to use that. Can I have that? and create kind of that almost like a it's like a business network mm -hmm. like right. why totally. is the business world why can they get together and go what do you need who do you know who can i connect you with but yet the church hasn't done that like it, it's 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 boggling and so if we can become better as a church is collaborating i just think about even free church media i think about real fast about the next one is in acts after um you know the holy spirit poured out and they came together they broke bread they yes. ate and no one had was without nothing because everyone sold and gave away their stuff to make sure everyone that like that's that was the beginning of the church right and and so how do how how are we why are, why have we not been modeling that as the church big c better to help other churches so they can reach more people like you, you know, it's crazy. Anyway, so next one. Hopefully that makes sense. No, it's so good. It's good. And I just heard you say, without saying it, we're willing to share meals. Why not share media? And um, We're on the like, same team. We're on the same team. So we, we just we, may we, look like we have different jerseys on. Totally. <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't, like, and the thing is, like, I don't care, like, and I, and I think our general, like, millennials are actually really better, like, we've gotten really good at this actually compared to our, our, you know, I want to honor the generation before us that basically planted churches with spoons and concrete. Like they did stuff that I, you know, we stand on the shoulders of giants, but this collaboration thing, man, if, if, if we are for each other and we want to help and I love, it. I mean, I, we just did a Metro, we just had an Oklahoma city, um, pastors lunch yesterday. And we probably had 30 pastors from all over the city 10 years ago. You couldn't get four people in the room within the same area from churches. You know what I'm saying? God's doing some new things. Yeah. It, it's crazy. So, but it's it takes humble it takes humble confident leaders to to be the first person to say, "Hey, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Who do you know? How can you help me? I need help here. I don't know how to solve this problem." Um, and so if you can be confident and humble at the same time and be open to some critique and some, you know, those things, man, great. It, it, it it'll help you in the long run. Question 2. What is the greatest challenge you find yourself up against right now? Oh, Jesus. Leading. Um, building teams, man. It's the, I think it's the hardest thing to do. I think if you're, if, if you're going to be a great leader and you're going to do great things, you, you have to be a team builder and you have to be a people builder. Yep. And people are exhausting 
and everyone's different and you have to I mean you have to <laughs> sell out to love people and to believe in them and to um, be uh, be so committed to to their potential that even when they fail and fail and fail and fail and show up don't show up and don't respond and don't hit their deadlines you got to put them on probation but that you just continually just keep speaking like mm-hmm. prophesying to people's potential and <clears throat> and and i don't think you know i think you know john maxwell and all stuff is so good in, in the potential but like as christians we gotta man, you gotta speak to people's like prophesy to their p- potential especially young adults because they don't sometimes these a lot of these they don't see what they have and i tell you, you can ask some of my team members i i'll like i'll grab them by the face and say if you saw what i saw in you you would not be doing this hmm. and it's funny because i'm correcting them but i'm loving them and speaking potential and they can't you do that to people and they go like <laughs> you just melt people because instead of going what you know I, i'm I'm mad or I'm frustrated, and I'm, but instead I'm going, man, I love you so much. Why don't, if you would just show up on time, you would be so far ahead. And people just, these kids are just like, I'm sorry, you know, but you know, hopefully next week they'll, you know, show up. Um, but man, team building, I'm just trying to be the best team builder because I want to, I feel like God's mm-hmm. doing big things and he needs people that he can trust with people. That's good. Our most valuable asset, you know. Yeah. Well, Chandler, we know you have a lot of moving pieces, obviously happening in your ministry and on your campus. But what is one thing that you are super excited about? I mean, this is not a pitch, but camp's awesome. It is. It. We don't do any marketing. We don't do any phone calls. It just happens. Leadership conference. We're really trying to work and think on how we want to do it a new way um because we want to we want to make sure that we're not just you know in a in a in a cycle and just Mm -hmm. doing insanity and doing the same thing but i mean guys free church media is it's it's crazy like i i i don't i i can't i feel like um it's like riding a roller coaster and you're just you know you're you're you get in but the the you know you you know you get the ones you put over your shoulders and they feel loose yep and so you're trying to hold on i just feel like we're, we're holding on man. It's every, <laughs> like every day is just like how do you know like you know like raising money like i've never had to raise money and now i've got to raise you know i'm trying to raise a million dollars a year over the next like three or four or five years like like what <laughs> that yep. like oh my god gosh like i mean it's it's but it's it's been so fun to see you know the the testimonies and how thankful how grateful people are and yeah Yeah. and uh so uh, you know it'll i know god's doing some cool stuff and that's really you know that's really the um that's the thing that's just we're really excited about and getting to meet people like you guys who are doing great great things and, and learning and and just being encouraged um, mm-hmm. it's so important to have great friends if you are listening and you don't have someone that's outside of your your world but that's at the same level or higher you have to like be unashamed to be make friends so like, good go on social media which is social media <laughs> not media about me like go find some friends on social media like I, I literally have three of my best friends are all from me DMing them and going, I need someone like you in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm humble enough, like, like 
I have one of my best friends. I DM'd him. I said, hey, man, I need more black pastor friends. He said, great. I need more white pastor friends. I was like, perfect. And we're best friends. I love it. And that's the truth. I love it. But I'm, you know, but I realized, like, I can't do this by myself. Like, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's why people like football and baseball more than they like tennis. It's a team sport. We want to see who wins. We want to, we want to, we want to be part of the team. Right. That wasn't a tennis dig. I just ran this all tennis today on ESPN and anyways. So. No no comments came in on that one, so I think you're clear right now for, for a few minutes. But let's oh. let's close with this. You know, you said we all have a need for encouragement. So I'm going to ask you to go there for leaders, go there for this group, this audience, and I'm just going to ask you to prophesy to the potential of every listener. That's good. And really what I'm asking you to do, Chandler, is to – share one closing thought with a group of college pastors, with a group of young adult ministry leaders who are giving their lives for the cause of Christ, standing in the gap for a generation, standing on the shoulders of another generation, and just saying, here I am, use me. And in the process, I think it's so true that we all need encouragement. So will you just prophesy to people's potential for a minute? Absolutely. I feel like as leaders and pastors, we have to remember that the same man that Jesus said on my church, on this rock, I'm going to build my church, is the same guy that denied him three times and he told Peter to get behind me, Satan. So <laughs> you, you, you can't, we got one, we got to stop disqualifying ourselves. It, now, if you're in an inappropriate relationship, you're doing something illegal, okay, please stop. Um, but stop disqualifying yourself. Um, you need to, you need to have as much try to see the, as much potential as God has in you and for you. Mm-hmm. Um, stop comparing yourself. If you need to get off social media and unfollow some other college ministry people, then do it. Stop comparing yourself because all you're doing is your comparison is killing the calling that God has on yeah. your life. Um, number three, you got to have, you got to find people that are smarter, better and doing bigger things and, and align yourself with them. Allow them to speak into your life and encourage mm-hmm. you and to, to make you bigger and get around them and invest in them and honor them. Um, and just don't just be unwavering. Like just be, be just be so just, we can't allow, and I've heard multiple people say this, but emotions are, are, they're not a guide, they're a gauge. Hmm. And, and you, you gotta listen to your emotions, but you, they don't like, you can get through this. And you've got to be led by the word of God and by the vision. And don't forget the good things he's doing. Have those conversations. Ask those questions. What's God's doing in your life? Mm-hmm. And I promise you, like, numbers matter, but people matter. So good. And you got to have the big thing. you gotta, we got to have the big numbers. we got to, you know, we're going for the big night. We want to get 150, 200, whatever it is. But then at the same time, you got to have, when, when we're preaching and communicating, see the one. The one hurting, the one that got just got yeah. saved, right. the new one. Um, so we just gotta, man. I, I just want to help. I want to raise up leaders that are both compassionate and caring, but are just rock hard, mm-hmm. like, like just unmovable. Like that, n- nothing is gonna take me out or take me down or keep me from getting up the next day and going. It, it, wow. it all, it's all worth something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I, like. I'm, I'm for, you know, compassion, but man, we gotta, we gotta have some, what, what do they say? You need like thick skin and a soft heart. Yep. Like I want to be unoffendable, unmovable, but I want to be like care for as many individuals as I can. 
That's great. What a great note to close on. And I just want to encourage you. I heard this um, this past weekend at a conference that it's completely possible to trust in God, but not trust in yourself. And so I just want to close on a note, echoing what Chandler said, that if you trust in God, here's the deal. He came as Jesus, as a baby in a manger, because he trusted you. And so Chandler, man, what a great conversation today. Thanks so much for joining us. You guys can all find out. Oh, for sure, man. And, And you guys can find out more about Chandler Boyce, Youth America, as well as Free Church Media when you connect with us in the show notes and on the website at www.youngadults.today, as well as across all social media platforms at youngadults.today. So until next time, this is Josiah and Micah with Chandler Boyce signing off. Peace. (laughs) Phenomenal. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening to today's conversation on the Young Adults Today podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Right now. Plug me in. I'm getting charged up right now, yeah.